This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on location featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry now let's go on location to seattle washington and our exclusive coverage of hemp fest 2016 Good day, tokers and tokettes and non-toking lovers of liberty. Radical Russ here on day three of the 25th anniversary Seattle Hemp Fest. We're backstage at Main Stage again, and I ran into Dr. David Behrman, who's the author of Drugs Are Not the Devil's Tools. Dr. Behrman, welcome back. Thank you so much. Great to be here. You're speaking here in about a half hour on the main stage for Seattle Hemp Fest. What is it you want to get across to the audience? Well, it's a combination of things. I guess I have too much of an eclectic take on this. Is that on the one hand, I want to tell them a little bit about the science and reassure them that there's plenty of studies out there justifying what they're doing. But the other thing is to uh, take the longer view of what impact we can make with the medical marijuana and the marijuana revolution. Are we just going to turn out uh, capitalists that are a little bit hipper, or are we going to do something for society? And I think one of the things is to get people to recognize that legalization is only a halfway step what we want to get to is no legalization is there's no reason why people shouldn't be able to grow their own marijuana why should the government tell me what to raise thomas jefferson said that we would lose our soul if we let the government dictate what we put in our own bodies so i probably touch on that bob melamede uh, who's a phd probably know dr bob you really have to listen to him closely but he integrates his knowledge of biology and his knowledge of cannabis into sort of a holistic view of the chain of life. Mm -hmm. And once you get what he's talking about, it's really, really exciting. Bob talks about blips and flips, backward-looking people and forward-looking people, and that the more cannabis you have available or the more developed your endocannabinoid system is, the more highly evolved that you are. And what he points out, and he knows about you know, evolution is that as we've progressed from, you know, small little animals or snakes or stuff, 
the endocannabinoid system has gotten bigger and bigger. So presumably as the human species continues to progress and evolve, we'll have even more endocannabinoids. Who knows? Maybe our brain will put the plant out of business, but I don't think so. <laughs> now, the, the two-volume set you've got, Drugs Are Not the Devil's Tools, I've often pointed it out. It's like the modern emperor wears no clothes, but for all drugs. And one of the things that concerns me as we continue through marijuana legalization is people separating marijuana from these other drugs and not realizing the plight of people using those drugs and the possible medical applications of those drugs with the polls showing you know more than half support marijuana legalization but less than 10 percent support any other drug legalization how do we make that transition that's a good question and and, uh, that's a problem that i've been concerned about because the drug laws make no sense because if you say deal with somebody who's an opiate abuser and since i've been involved in drug abuse treatment and prevention for almost 50 years. It'll probably be 50 years this fall. I'm aware it's a medical problem, and there's no other medical problem that I'm aware of that we put people in jail to treat their medical problem. I mean, it just does not make one bit of sense. I think that we have to get the black community to really appreciate how this is used in a special way to marginalize them. I think the reason that they don't recognize it is that there are so many ways that the laws are used to marginalize, mm. you know, blacks and other uh, minorities. Whoever, you know, century it is to be in the box or two centuries it is to be in the box will pass some laws to marginalize them. And there was a really good article that Dan Baum wrote that was in The Atlantic about two or three months ago in which he quoted an interview that he had with John Ehrlichman. Oh, the Harper's one, Harper's Magazine. Harper's, yeah, Harper's. Yeah. Atlantic Harper's. Okay, yeah, same Actually, idea. yeah, Harper's. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, those of you who are uh, you know under the age of ninety, <laughs> John Ehrlichman was one of Richard Nixon's uh, henchmen, one of his right hand men. Yep. And Baum had a nineteen ninety four interview with Ehrlichman, where Ehrlichman said we wanted to marginalize the hippies and the blacks. And we couldn't say we want to pass a law against being against the war in Vietnam. We can't pass a law against being black. But we can pass a law against marijuana, and we can pass draconian laws on that, and the same with heroin and other things. I mean, it, he says that in plain English. Yeah. And we need to get the Black Lives Matter people. We need to get, you know, the Native Americans. We need to get everybody who's been a victim of the drug laws to be aware of how these are used. And, you know, people say, well, no, you, you don't want to have not there be a law against it because it's dangerous. And you say, we're not saying that it's not dangerous. I mean, driving a car is dangerous. Smoking tobacco is really dangerous. Yeah. And we need to regulate these things so that we can have a good quality of life. I mean, what is life all about? And you know, the, the last 30 years have been a disaster for this country with the redistribution of wealth that we've had. And you know, I would hope, and I, I realized uh, late in life, that I'm an unreasonable idealist. Uh, <laughs> and that it came from growing up in a small town, which was really sort of in a cul-de-sac. And we weren't affected that much by global economics. And when I looked at the town a few years ago when I was back for my high school reunion, I saw now it is affected by it. And it's not there. I mean, it's physically there, but 
the things that made it a community have changed. You know, they, they're not small businesses. They've been taken over by chains, and you know, the mall which drove Main Street out of business is being driven out of business by the big boxes. Yeah. And I think the thing that excites me, you know, about the marijuana movement, you know, the longer that I've been in it, is the creative people that are in it and the opportunity that it presents for possibly making things better. Yes, yes. So you were telling me that we've got a new edition or a, a different sort of edition of your two-volume book, Drugs Are Not the Devil's Tools, that will be coming out soon. That's right. The book, Drugs Are Not the Devil's Tools, and we're going to change the subtitle on it a little bit. The old subtitle was How Greed and Discrimination Led to a Dysfunctional Drug Policy and How It Can Be Fixed. We're not changing anything, but that's kind of a mouthful. Yeah. And we're going to put it all in one volume so it would make it less cumbersome. When we put it together, we made the internal margin too narrow. Oh. And it's, you know, it's 560 pages long. Yes. Uh, also, I had a friend of mine lay it out before the publisher's going to lay it out this time, so it might be a little bit more uptown kind of thing. Gotcha. It's, I'd say it's coming out in about six weeks. Uh, again, the title of the book is Drugs Are Not the Devil's Tools, and my name is Dave Behrman, B-E-A-R-M-A-N. You can punch me up. There's a lot of good videos that were done that I happen to be in. And Russ, I really, you know, nobody has complimented my book more than you have by saying oh. it's the modern day uh, emperor wears no clothes thank you so it is. much it's so packed with information and there's uh, the original you had both black and white and color editions as far as the yes. pictures and the illustrations is that going to continue through yes. the new edition yeah right okay. and the, the thing is is that the, the you know the black and white has the same information but the color is, is just a little bit more fun to sure. you know hey i gotta get ready to go yes, on stage of thank you very much thank you dr bearman and good luck with the book and good luck with your speech we'll see you later Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing on location, only on CannabisRadio.com. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.